Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick-butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye-bye. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it just to make sure you always got your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, we have a variety of reward tiers over there. That we got all sorts of bonus content. Do. And we're going to be changing things up a little bit over the coming weeks and months that with we that, are. Uh, to add a couple things to our Indeed. repertoire. Indeed. Uh, I think we might have some new patrons over the past oh, cool. couple. I don't know if I if I shouted out the patrons yesterday. I, I don't I recall. I no, didn't. we didn't do it yesterday because we didn't do a live show yesterday. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, so uh, Terrence Caron or Karen and then Aaron Leonard. And then on Sunday, James Uvale, I hope I pronounced that name correctly. Uh, apparently, Ricky Scurvy is a patron again, so welcome, Pirate. Yes. Not huge on Pirates, but I'm huge on Ricky Scurvy. Uh, and then uh, on Saturday, we had, uh, this is a great name, Enrique Eric's daughter. Eric's daughter. Oh, okay. I think it's Eric's daughter. Yes, yeah, Scandinavian name. There you go. Uh, Travis Gilpin, Derek Rice Jr., uh, and then the glorious broken sound wave. And then Friday, zero Cochran. Hopefully I got everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank Hopefully you, thank everybody you. Everybody got their shout outs. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Of course, Wednesday Night War, round two. Yeah. Uh, AEW head to head against NXT is the first time, uh, granted, it's two weeks. <laughs> I got to watch uh, both shows live. Yeah. Watch a- uh, AEW at five. Yeah. Uh, via the TNT app on Fire Stick. Cool. Great. Mm-hmm. Seamless. Mm-hmm. Only uh, worry about it is you can't pause, which yeah. makes sense. You're streaming live TV, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, I, I, so for a stretch of it, I had to go help make dinner mm-hmm. uh, and get the kids fed. Oh, hey, you know what you well, can do? What's my... You know what you can do? Eh. USA, their app has NXT. After the live version concludes, you can pause it. So you can go into the USA app at 8 and watch it. I already, I'm DVRing it on my my cable. But box. if your if your thing was you couldn't pause it. No, that's just for TNT. Oh, you're saying for TNT? Yes. I'm not worried about USA because I'll watch it at eight live, and if I want to pause it, my cable box, I can do it. That's not a concern. You might be able to pause it if you're if you get the TV Go thing from Xfinity. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Anyways, that was it. You're Sometimes. Say, oh yeah. But anyways, the first time I got to do it live, so I had to stay up till some godly hour to watch all of it. Um, it was great. I was able to stay off uh, Twitter. Because I watch AEW live as well. Yeah, uh, I was I, and I stayed off Twitter for. I tweeted a couple things about AEW, but I didn't check spoilers for NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it definitely helped. I didn't feel like there was a whole lot of spoilers for NXT while AEW was happening. I felt like a lot of people like I didn't know about the title change on NXT until I think after AEW ended. There was the really off-putting uh, Roderick Strong Photoshop. That yeah, that was just creepy. The micro, the micro. I yeah, messed up, man. That was creepy as heck. Um, 
Yeah, there wasn't a lot of spoilers for NXT, Mm-mm. but you know, you never know. Yeah, they NXT <laughs> you really didn't do a whole lot last night. No, we were talking a bit before we, we started rolling today about how uh Triple H just said that NXT is gonna <clears throat> just keep on being NXT. And it kind of meant, I think, in a larger sense that Vince wasn't gonna be involved. Yeah. At least no more than usual. Yeah. But after, you know, seemingly wanting to have a, a stack card for the, the full debut on USA, mm-hmm. this felt like business as usual for NXT. And I said this before we started, too. And I'll get to this more in the NXT uh, recap we're going to do right afterwards. The look of NXT now, since this moved to USA, yeah. especially in comparison to AEW, uh, is starting to bother. It's it, starting to bug me. Everything looks like, look, man. I know it's shot like a soap opera. The in-ring action, like the, the motion yeah. looks like a soap opera. Yeah. And it could just be my TV. I don't have a 60-frame TV. Maybe they're shooting it so it looks more sport-like. Oh, I wonder if that's the deal. Because on my phone, it was totally 60 frames. Yeah. Then when I ported it to my TV, I had a weird situation going on with NXT last night, though. I, I ported it from on Chromecast. Chromecast, you always lose the 60 frames. Yeah. It's just like you're lucky if it doesn't look like a, a real player. Yeah. Um, so that's how I was watching it last night. Kind of. No, it, it, it sharpened, sharpened up a little bit later. On my phone, it looked def- it definitely looked 60 frames. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, but then when it got to my TV, like it looked okay, but it didn't look 60 frames. Just the, like, the colors don't pop like AEW does. Motion looks... Okay, well, here's the thing. AEW has a lot of colors. I understand, yes. AEW... Bright, bright and vivid, yes. Look, here's the thing, man. And this is, this is just... This is... God, I'm not even sure you can call this subjective at this point. Objectively, <laughs> AEW just looks better. It does. They lo- they the, the, the palette... The design sense, the sense of scope, the sense of scale, and the enthusiasm of the crowd. AEW looks like the best main roster show on the planet right now. Yeah. Bar none. Yeah. It really does. I mean, the WWE audiences seem downright depressed to be there. Full sale, the crowd is amazing. Oh, great. They're great, but they look like they're in a broom closet. Yeah, kind of. Um, if, if NX, I was saying this before, like, so we're doing this live uh, for, for, for everybody. And so we, we chatter a little bit before like yeah. the proper recaps, which is if you're watching this video, that's what you're watching now. Um, and uh, and we said, yeah, AEW just it, it kills it in in a lot of categories. Mm-hmm. But I, I referenced a tweet from Dave Schilling where he mm-hmm. said he pointed out this, these Reddit threads where AEW's enthusiasm seems to be off the charts and NXT is whatever. And he said WWE has you know they should be worried. It depending on what their goals are with NXT, if Vince's goal with NXT is to crush to AEW, destroy AEW, then definitely they have to be worried. Yeah, I'm not sure if Triple H is concerned with that. Triple H seems like okay. I want to be in it for the long haul because he want, if if AEW is able to keep this up over the next two or three years, then you know th- th- there's not going to be competition. It's going to be AEW. Yeah, but maybe he's thinking, well, this is a marathon. I want to do what I want to do. And if we chip away at AEW, great. I'm just going to do what I can do best. Well, that's kind of what I assume Triple H meant that AEW, or sorry, NXT would operate as NXT yeah. always has. Yeah. Because they're going to do their thing. But if they want that to come, but that's not going to, at this point, it, it, we understand completely. Because there was that question before does the look, does the scope, does that matter? Uh, For me, it's not so much the scope, personally. I'm just talking about how the actual matches are photographed. I don't, I mean, if, 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 because. On the network, prior to the move to the USA, it didn't look like that mm-hmm. at all. The colors didn't seem as muted. It seemed to pop more. The motion didn't seem weird. I don't notice a big change. Oh, my TV is huge. Yeah, I don't notice it is a big huge. Difference. I'm not sure if that's the thing, man. I think, I think the I'm thing just thinking is, for myself. I don't care yeah. if it's whether 400 people or 6,000 people. For me, it doesn't I think, matter. I think that, I think that, ma- I think it that might tell the people. I can only speak for myself. I can only speak for myself. For yeah. me, it's just the presentation of NXT now. The way it's photographed makes it look cheap. When you when you open up and six thousand people or what it might have been ten thousand. I don't know how many people. It was it was it was probably closer to six. It was okay. a smaller venue. I, when when you open up, I, on understand, the show, I understand the argument, the optics of it that you ha- you have the show in front of a six thousand people. I understand are that. So happy to be there, and it's not honestly, it's not just that. You have Chris Jericho, who's one of the biggest names ever in the business, and he's leading your show, and you got Moxley on there. So they've got this combination of like big names, and yeah, NXT might have. I, I do believe this. I think NXT, which does matter, NXT, uh, if you take all the matches and you say, okay, who had the best wrestling combined of the night, it's NXT. I believe that firmly. I felt like AEW really shortened that gap a lot last night. Every I think, match I think in they AEW, shortened it a bit. AEW, every match on Dynamite last night was good. 
every single that match was really match was good. Killer. Every match was really good. The Some Young of them Bucks were exceptional. Yeah, party. that was one was exceptional. Great. That was awesome. That was such a fun match. Um, another thing, another stark difference between we're starting to see between AEW and NXT is NXT will still do squash matches. Essentially, like the Boa match against Cameron Grimes, squash yeah. match. Yeah. And then Killian Dane comes out and just destroys Boa some more. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to get that a whole lot in AEW. Yeah, maybe. I don't maybe feel like not. a lot because they seem really intent on taking the younger guys, the, the, the lesser known names, and finding ways to weave them into the stories that go all the way up to the main event. Mm-hmm. I just don't have, I have a feeling that we're not going to see a whole lot of squash they, matches. They'd rather, make, they'd rather make, they'd rather feature the guys that are in house. That and make them look good in loss, than bring in and make a point with a big monster. But they haven't debuted a big monster yet that isn't Jake Hager. Yeah, and they haven't given him an opportunity to squash. So I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, do you think that if they if they want to make Hager a monster, like a monster, are they going to bring him in and have him have a competitive match against a Brandon Cutler, just to no, make no, Brandon no. Cutler I, look I, good? I, I I would hope that they're going to skip that whole process because. He's already in a thing with the elite. Like if they if they throw him in a match against, just throwing this out there, Dustin. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be a squash match because I can always say, well, yeah, uh, Jake has the advantage in terms of uh, athletics, strength, so on and so forth. You know, actual fight skills. You know what I could see them doing? Dustin is a crafty veteran. You know what I they could can see always them rely doing? on that. What having him squash somebody that's a decent name. So like, let's say uh, uh, Matt Jackson wants to take or Nick Jackson, somebody everybody loves. Wants to take on Hager, you know, to sort of, hey, I'm going to try to chip away at this guy. And then Hager just annihilates. But also that would make sense because the Young Bucks aren't known as singles wrestlers. Exactly. So that would make they sense. They would do it so that it makes sense and it's not some nobody jabroni and it'd be shocking. It'd be almost like Brock Cena kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it'd be, yeah. oh my God, and that that's would make sense. Shocking. If it makes sense storyline-wise, yeah, I guess so. But I think the the, the idea of, of purely enhancement talent yeah. going into a ring against somebody strictly to get squashed. You could be right. I have a feeling... I'm not saying we're not going to see it at all, AEW. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling we're not going to see it nearly to the degree as it happens on WB product. Yeah. We also have to let go of the idea that they're going to have... Uh, so last week they had a, a wonk finish with uh, Moxley coming in, taking out Omega. Uh, they're not going to do that too often. Did we, did we get that at all this week? I don't think we get that at all this week. It was some, you know, Sean Spears lost another one. And it was a great match. He looked good. Yeah. And Private Party won a shocking upset over yeah, that made me so with happy. no interference from x That made me so happy. That was a really good match. It was a good match. Private Party's going to be huge in a couple of years. Huge. I put up a community poll last night. Uh, NXT got, uh, I said, Wednesday night death battle, death battle week two. Assuming, death metal. Yeah. Screw war. Someone death battles. Assuming you watched who won. I thought you said death metal. No, death battle. Okay. Assuming you watched who won and why. Uh, NXT got 18%. AEW got 44%. Both were great, got 34%. So AEW beat both was great. Um, and then uh, I had 2% botch got, were for, went to both were crap. Oh. And then both were in between, got 3%. So not a lot of people think either were crap, nor do they think. A lot of people think AEW. Plural al- plurality. Plur- plurality. That's a tough word to say when it you're is. as inarticulate as old Larson here. Uh, well, that's a tough word. So, uh, so yeah, a lot of goodwill towards AEW. Um, Rightly so, and uh, and yeah, it was a fun show. We'll talk about AEW now. Uh, uh, yeah, in a nutshell, yeah, it was a fun show. We got the debut of a new faction. Yeah, they're doing all sorts of cool WCW like stuff, mm-hmm. but like the cool WCW. I know, stuff, I not know. the bad WCW, not the lame stuff. Vince Russo WCW. Right, exactly, exactly. So the show kicked off with uh, a video package uh, detailing the the brief but uh, pretty uh, significant history between the Young Bucks and Private Party. Uh, Young Bucks had a match against a Private Party at a House of Glory show before AEW really kicked into full gear mm-hmm. and uh, offered Private Party some contracts. Private Party uh, signed. Um, so we're getting the backstory of all that leading into their match, the first round match, first first round match of the AEW Tag Team uh, Championship Tournament. Yep. Um, and uh, things got kind of chippy even from the beginning. Uh, before the match started, you see uh, Jack Evans and Angelico, Angelico sitting ringside, uh-huh. all surly and whatnot. Yeah, they're upset. They're not in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, that's their story. Well, they didn't get the fan vote. They put them up against literally like the 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 most beloved tag team uh, with the Luchasaurus guy and uh, what are they called? Jurassic Express. Yeah, that's a great name. That's a good name. Um, so uh, Isaiah Cassidy's in there against Nick Jackson to start. 
uh, Isaiah Cassidy is, is avoiding all of Nick Jackson's offense, including a trio of super kicks. Mm-hmm. Nick gets frustrated, spits his gum at him. Yeah, rude. We know who the Rudos are in this rude. Match. I love when they can. Do, I love when they can do that too. Like the Young Bucks, obviously they're they're beloved. Their faces, yeah. in the overall inner circle feud. Yeah. However, in this particular match, they're the veterans who are kind of jerks to the new guys. Yeah, who kind of maybe overlooking them slightly. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Matt tax, tags Oh, man. In. So, I mean, I know they've done this before, but this is the first time I've really noticed it like featured, and you see it on TV. Private party, their entrance. Oh, yeah. So let's, let's talk Have about that. Have they done that before? Not with the, the rope, the velvet <laughs> oh, rope, I don't okay. think. So, I don't know. so there's a bouncer. So the young bucks come down first, and they bring a, a velvet rope and a bouncer by there. And so the private party comes down, and, and they say from... Gosh. Oh, man. Yeah, it was... And it, it was something clever, and then yeah. weighing it a combined twenty four ounces of uh, cranberry vodka. Yeah, uh, Mark Quinn, Isaiah Cassidy, uh-huh. private party, and they have a bouncer at the rope. Yeah, and uh, he opens up the rope, and then they give him some fist bumps. Yeah, it's great, man. <laughs> it's really clever. See, it's clever. It's fun, but they don't overdo it. I know it's, it's not real, overdone at all. It's really it's enough clever. to get to get you a chuckle a little bit and think, okay, these guys have some. Have some good character, right? And then you move on. <clears throat> Anyways, back to the match. Matt tags in, uh, and then the Young Bucks get the upper hand. Um, they isolate Isaiah Cassidy. Um, they're beating him down pretty good uh, until he hits the uh, Asay moonsault, a springboard uh, moonsault off the apron. He tags in Mark Quinn, um, and he just starts jumping all over the place. Mm-hmm. I think he does a suicide dive, a couple topes, yep. culminates in a four fifty on Nick Jackson, gets a two count. Um, Matt. Kind of sneaks the tag in, get a first super kick party of the night. Yep. Uh, they, the young bucks that start doling out super kicks, um, and then Matt seems like he's going for a sunset flip powerbomb on Isaiah Cassidy. Instead, he runs halfway up the ramp, drops the powerbomb up there. Very reminiscent of the stories we've seen young bucks involved in during their last year or two in New Japan. Yeah, where everybody was going after. Matt Jackson's back. Mm-hmm. I think they actually started that spot with uh, best friends at Wrestle Kingdom mm-hmm. 12. Yeah. 11, whatever one it was. That, 11, uh, yeah. Mego Okada. Um, so that's classic Young Bucks stuff. Powerbomb on the ramp. So uh, Mark Quinn's in the ring. He is isolated. Um, uh, Young Bucks hit this crazy slice bread powerbomb combo that was cool. Uh, Quinn kicks out. Uh, Nick puts him, sorry, Matt puts, puts him right in the sharpshooter. No, I think it was Nick this time. Um, Quinn gets the ropes. He's still isolated. He goes for a tag. Uh, Nick pulls Isaiah Cassidy off the apron. Uh, Quinn turns around, eats a spear from Matt. Um, Mark Quinn makes a bit of a comeback, hitting a double flip kick. Gets the tag to Isaiah Cassidy. Uh, He gets control until the young bucks start working over his back. Mm -hmm. Um, Then uh, Matt hits, I believe, Oh, he hits a bunch of Northern Light suplexes yeah. on Cassidy. Mark Quinn comes in, hits the Northern Light suplex on both of them at the same time, only gets a two count. And then Matt sinks in the sharpshooter on Isaiah Cassidy. He tries to get the ropes. Nick hits him with an X Factor. Yeah. So Matt pulls him back towards the middle of the ring. Isaiah still manages to get to the ropes. Um, and then towards the finish, uh, Private Party hit their awesome Hurricane Rana cutter combo. Beautiful. That thing's amazing. Beautiful. On Nick. Um, and then uh, to kind of get him out of the equation, Mark Quinn hits a shooting star press on Matt. Matt kicks out. Young Bucks go for a Meltzer driver. Um, Isaiah Cassidy kind of pulls Nick off the apron to break that up, and then Mark Quinn rolls up Matt Jackson for the win. Yeah, Place man. Ballistic. Huge, huge reaction. It is fantastic. Massive. Unexpected, unpredictable, mm-hmm. amazing match. Mm-hmm. Really put over. Oh, heck yeah, man. Private party. And afterwards, they were really pushing the story of uh, of uh, the Young Bucks kind of uh, struggling a bit in terms of putting together winning matches. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. 
So after that, we had uh, Jericho and his faction yes. uh, come down. Of course, XLAX, uh, or as I like to call them, XLAX. Neither of those names are actually what they're going by. Uh, and then you got Sammy Guevara and his tongue. And uh, uh, Jake Hager. Hey, what's the deal with that? He's got the most punchable face. Why does he keep... Why, 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 just keep the tongue in your mouth, man. It's too much. That's, that's one of those... Mm. I know. I'm not huge into it. Like when Miley Cyrus had that, that phase where it was always... It's so irritating. Why? I know. I don't know, man. Why? It's anyway. They all want to be Jordan. Anyway, so he comes down. That was like an unconscious thing that he did, though. It was just a habit he developed, and he would just do it. Do you think Kobe's was... uh, That was just an homage to Jordan, right? Likely. (laughs) He thought that was like, help power him up. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, he introduces the faction, uh, and he goes down each one. First, he mentions Sammy Guevara. Puts him over. Big time. Calls him. Says he's built like a Spanish god. Uh, then he puts over XLAX, uh, uh, calls him maniac psychopath or something like that. Yeah. He personally brought in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, he goes to Jake Hager. The crowd starts in on, uh, the, we, the people oh, chant great Jericho prepared for that immediately shuts it down and says, we, the people sucks and it's dead and buried. It was a stupid idea from bad creative. Oh man. That was great. That's awesome. And the crowd pops. They pop big for that and they didn't do it anymore. It'll be interesting to see. If that is actually shut down, or if other crowds continue to do it, I don't know, man. After that, that seems pretty. That seems pretty definitive. You think so? Uh, so he says, "This is my inner circle. We're taking control." So we confirm. are in control. And then immediately, commentary during the promo pipes in, "Inner circle, you gotta know there's a shirt for that. Go to awshop.com. Everything crashes. Well, good old Steve here tried to go to awshop.com and it was crashed for a good yeah. couple minutes after that. Yeah. Then I saw the actual shirts and I was nay impressed. Oh, I, th- I think it's fine. It's not. See, here's here's the thing. I agree. It's NWO ugly. set the standard. It's ugly. It's not ugly. It's ugly. I don't it, think it's, it's ugly. actually ugly. That's subjective. That's your opinion. Thank you. It's ugly. I don't think it's ugly. It is ugly, though. I don't think it's That's ugly. That's where you're wrong, though, because it is ugly, it's objectively. Not, no, it's not objectively. <laughs> NXT's TV if broadcast If you bought that shirt, you're a ugly. sucker no, with an it's, ugly it's, shirt. It's a su- subjective thing. I like it because it looks like some 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 uh, secret society uh, type stuff. Yeah. needs to pop more. See, I'm not a po- I'm, I'm sort of messing with you. I'm, I'm not opposed to the design itself. It's just the colors are all muted. It doesn't stand out, man. You want a faction shirt to stand out to pop. It needs to pop. Nobody's got a good shirt. Undisputed Era's shirt is ugly as crap. Yeah. That's and that's got all the logo. loud but at least yellow. It's yellow. Yeah, it, it pops. pops. Yeah. See, I'd rather have an interesting design that doesn't pop than an ugly design that pops. You're wrong about that. No, I'm actually right about that. Incorrect. So uh, Jericho then proceeds to talk trash about Cody and his entire family. Calls kind of curious about what Chad thinks about this now. All right, fine. Uh, one for beautiful, two for ugly. Well, I mean, there's, it's not a, it's not it's, it's binary, just, man. It's no, binary. it's not. You got to have, binary. it's not just two ends of a spectrum. Okay, fine. Would you wear it one? Would you not wear it two? There you go. That's better. <laughs> uh, Jericho starts to talk trash about Cody and the Rhodes family. He calls Dusty a jerk, calls Dustin a moron. And then he says he's going to beat the shit out of Cody. Oh, I love it. Oh, cursing. Oh, light profanity on TV. Oh, it was great. It's great. It was great. It was great. I like they let him cuss a little bit. Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. <clears throat> it's uh, nothing conclusive. Pretty split split down the middle. Like it, I don't yeah. even remember what the, what was it? Two is ugly? Well, one you'd wear it, two you wouldn't. Two you wouldn't. So two's ugly. See, I wouldn't consider it beautiful, but someone gave me the shirt, I'd wear it. Uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, their soft shirts these days are a wonderful fit. That's for me, anyway. Yeah, yeah. For me. I never had a problem with them to begin with. But. Yeah. Uh, they're great. And so I, I would consider it. I mean, I even wear an Adam Mayhem shirt these days, so I'll wear anything if it fits good. So here's the thing. What I like about the Inner Circle shirt, it doesn't scream wrestling shirt. Like, if you don't know what it is, you, you went on automatically think, oh, that's a wrestling shirt because it doesn't look like a wrestling shirt. Yeah. And that's kind of what I demand for my wrestling because I have enough wrestling shirts. Nobody will ever look at it, though. They'll be like, yeah, it's just, you've heard that shirt. You've had that shirt since, like, 1993, haven't you? As Alex C said, it looks like it's been through the wash too many times. Uh, no good. Ugly. Change it. Uh, so, yeah. It's fine. After that, we had Jimmy Havoc. Oh, man. What a freaking match. That's that, fun. That Darby Allen kid, he's going to kill himself, though. Mm-hmm. That's boy, oh, boy. He takes a beating, that's for sure. Yeah, he does. Jimmy Havoc versus Darby Allen. 
This is terrific. We got a, a really cool Jimmy Havoc promo. Yeah, it was very atmospheric. Bowls the arena type It looked thing. great. It looked like great. the photography looked great. Looked like it could have been shot in a DSLR. Mm-hmm, yeah. It yeah. was well lit. Um, yeah. Uh, match starts out with uh, Darby Allen offering a handshake, but that was a trap. Mm-hmm. He used that to pull Darby Swung Allen in. on him. Yeah. Uh, goes for a roll-up, gets two. <clears throat> Uh, pretty early on, though, uh, Jimmy Havoc suplexes Darby Allen off the apron into the floor, like out of the ring. It was rough. Um, starts working over Darby Allen's fingers, um, and then Jimmy Havoc does the thing where someone's staying near the ropes. He puts him in a sleeper and picks him up. Mm-hmm. Does that once. Ref tells him to stop. Does it again, and then he follows that up with a sleeper su- suplex, mm-hmm. and then hits a Death Valley driver in the corner. Yeah, for a two count, and then he hits a J driller. Mm-hmm. Ow. I love, I love when Darby Allen grabs the rope at that point. It was he was so mellow. He was like, it was like he was stretching. Oh, yeah. The rope. And then Havoc gets up, and then Darby Allen rolls him up. Mm-hmm. He gets yep. a two. Um, and then uh, Jimmy Havoc <laughs> is going for an acid rainmaker, and then uh, Darby bites his fingers. During that, transitions to his stunner type thing. Mm-hmm. It's like a Destino stunner. Yeah. And then wins with coffin drop. Yep. He jumped like halfway across the ring on that coffin drop too. Kill himself, man. That's looks, a heck of a move. It's so good. I know it's so good. It's in all these. So I was I was in uh, England when his match with Cody happened. Mm-hmm. So I never saw the coffin Gosh. drop on the apron. Oh, that man. was horrible. Cal and I were watching live. Man. Oh, oh, that was rough. That was awful. <clears throat> At least this coffin drop landed as intended. Yeah. And led to him getting a victory. He will face Jericho next week for the AEW championship. Exciting stuff. Oh, it's going to be great. Stuff. It's going to be great. Next, we had an awesome tag match. B. Priestley and Emmy Sakura taking on Britt Baker and the AEW Women's Champion, Riho. Mm-hmm. This was tons of fun. Yeah, they told the story. Of course, Emmy Sakura is uh, Riho's mentor. Mm-hmm. Trained under her for a while. And also a huge Queen fan. <clears throat> well, yeah, man. She has the Freddie Mercury outfit. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's yes. good stuff. Um, so while uh, Emmy and Riho are battling out in the ri- in the ring, Britt and B are brawling ringside. Mm-hmm. They just yeah. want to tear each other apart. It seems like it's a good story. Yeah, um, and so Emmy comes down. She helps B suplex Britt ringside, and then Riho jumps off the top rope, hits a splash. Mm-hmm. Like Riho didn't do a ton in this match, right? But I felt like everything she did had like a, had huge impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like sure. that the stomp she had later on. Um, and then uh, Riho is kind of isolated by B and Emmy until uh, Britt gets back in the ring after the suplex. She takes out B Priestley. Um, Emmy Sakura hits this great corner fun splash on Britt Baker. That was awesome. That was good. Follows with a Vader bomb, but only gets a two. Um, and then yeah, Emmy's, Emmy's, Emmy's whatever her name is. Uh, her fun splashes are great. Oh, it's great. They're really good. It's great. Yeah. And then uh, Emmy sets up for a, some sort of double underhook move. Brit escapes before we find out what it is. Hits the stunner cutter type deal. Uh, she hits the swinging neck breaker, gets a two count, and then uh, there's some more action. Rio comes in, hits a double stomp, um, and then uh, uh, Brit puts on the rings of Saturn on Emmy, but then she takes one hand and shoves it in Emmy's mouth, kind of like a mandible claw type deal. Yeah. That's actually a really creative submission thing mm-hmm. and also ties into her gimmick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine because that. Because if you guys didn't know, She's a dentist. She's a dentist, so She's she goes after your mouth to they, win matches. They have to tell you every time. Her story is great because she's a dentist. She's a dentist. <laughs> after the match, B goes after Britt. Ref breaks it up. And then Britt's like, no, I want a piece of her, of her too. She goes after B, and then Aubrey uh, Edwards is the ref for this match. Yes. Uh, so Aubrey and Riho kind of break things up. And later on, it was announced next week, it's going to be Riho versus Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. So that should be awesome. Yeah, that should be really good. Uh, next, they're doing a best friends interview. Started, kicked it off with a best friends video package. Yeah, them hugging. Yeah, them hugging. And then Chuck and Trent were both just like hanging out wearing tank tops. Yeah. Chuck was really enjoying his own video package. Yeah. And then he was distraught when they took it off the Tron. Yeah. So he could do his interview. So uh, they're asked a question. Uh, what, how, do how, f- how do you feel about the tournament? going into the tournament? Yeah. And he goes, well... We got someone here that can answer the question. Let's go. Let's see what he has to say. And it's Orange Cassidy sitting in the crowd, and he just does this kind of little thumbs up, little limp thumbs up. Yeah. And then the lights go down, so you think, oh, Dark Order is going to come out and, and beat them up. Mm-hmm. No, Sean Spears. Yeah. So he's got that. That was he, cool. All the lights come down. 
Yeah. But I like that it was, it was it was a diversion. You think, oh, this is going to happen. Dark Order. Eh. Yeah. Like kind of the one. Cre- <laughs> well, it's like oh. kind of like the one creative misfire AEW's had thus far. You know, because yeah. it hasn't hit. I think how they want. Oh, to. I think there's a huge one. Yeah. There's a bigger one than that. What's that? Hangman Page. I don't know about that. I do. No, th- I think. Do you, th- do, does anybody care what Hangman Page is doing? I don't watch Being the Elite, so I don't know what I'm missing. Okay, why do you? Why would you care about Hangman Page then? Because I think he's good in the ring. His performance last night was awesome. Okay, but a lot of people's report performance. No, I, was awesome. I understand that. Yeah, I understand that. And it was like it was good. I mean, I just think in terms of the pace and in terms of his intensity, it's the best we've seen him on TV, at least. Granted, small sample size. I just, they give him nothing to like. It's bizarre. to me. It's it's honestly bizarre. I thought for sure they would show some footage from like being the elite. Of I'm just dude. I'm just thinking of like. So being the elite as an audience of whatever, 100,000 or whatever. Yeah. You've got a million people. What was it last week? 1.4. million Just on people. on the first airing, yeah. Okay, and then add to that. 600,000. Okay, so 2 airing. million people. 2 million people. Right? You got to think a bunch of these people are just tuning in for like the first time or whatever. They're checking it out. I think they want Hangman to be a big deal. Yeah. But they are giving people who are tuning in zero reason to care about Hangman Page. What he wasn't in like his story on being elite was he wasn't involved. He didn't get involved in the in like he didn't have his dudes back uh, in the ring last week during the brawl. He didn't show up, right? Yeah. So that was the story on being the elite. He comes out for this tag team match with Dustin, who was there last week. Yeah, yeah. Against uh, against uh, uh, Guevara and Jericho. Uh, and yeah. Jericho, right? So why do we care? Like, what? Why is Hangman Page even there? If we're not seeing the stuff from being the elite on that. TV, I understand that. the people at home who haven't seen this, why do they care? I don't know. I don't MJF got a massive pop last night yeah. with his face in the screen and everything. Yeah. He's got a story. Everybody has stories except for Hangman Page. I'll tell you. It's a, ma- it's just, it's a huge misfire on their part. It's crazy. I don't know. I'll tell you. It's crazy. I don't know. Uh, anyways, next we got uh, Sean Spears versus John Moxley. Pac. Pack, whatever it was on commentary. Pack, um, and uh, this was when this match started out. It was it was Moxley just basically tearing Sean Spears apart mm-hmm, yeah. early on. I thought, okay, this 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 will be the real test. So they're gonna have anything resembling squash matches here yeah. in AEW. Yeah, because um, even at first, Tully tries to get involved, pulls Mox off Spears, and 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 Mox is like, I don't care, and just goes right back to beating up uh, Sean Spears. Uh, but then. Uh, Sean Spears gets into the match, kind of drapes Mock's throat over the top rope, and then Tully pushes him in the ring steps. Mm-hmm. Now it's competitive. Yeah. Um, and Sean Spears hit this awesome Death Valley driver into the corner of the barricade. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Yeah, it was good stuff. That was awesome. Um, so it was a pretty good back and forth after that. Mox hit his uh, running regal knee, gets a two count. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Spears comes back. Mox goes for a paradigm shift. Spears reverses it into an Ushiguroshi, gets a two count, and then Spears kind of goes for another Ushiguroshi. Uh, Mox reverses it into a paradigm shift for the win. Mm-hmm. I mean, the notes here are brief. It makes it sound like Mox dominated most of the match, but uh, once you get past the first third of it, it was actually pretty competitive and yeah. actually really good. It's some of the best stuff we've seen in the ring from Sean Spears in a long time, probably mm-hmm. since his NXT days. Mm-hmm. But since he's working heel, he can be a lot more intense and ferocious, and it's great. Yeah, man, it's. I think he's he's terrific. I think he's really good. It was a really cool match. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, after the match, Kenny shows up on the the ramp. In one hand, he's got a barbed wire bat, and the other one a barbed wire broom. The broom's back, man. The cleaner. I told you. But here's the thing. It's the broom. Here's something to consider. They're okay. doing this teasing for the cleaner. Yeah. Including the barbed wire broom. Yeah, but sure. what happened here? Did he get the upper hand to bringing out the broom work to channeling the cleaner work in this scenario? No, he got bashed in the head by with a chair by Pac. Pack. Yeah. So I wonder if the story they're going to tell here is like he's flirting with the idea of bringing the cleaner back, mm-hmm. but every turn when he tries to do that, it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. He can't be the cleaner to get where he wants to be. Could be. It's all about finding. The true Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. That kind of seems to be his overarching narrative anyways throughout his career, singles career. Yeah. Identity crisis. Mm-hmm. Figuring out who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. I like that the broom was wrapped in barbed wire. Yeah, that was fun. That was rad. So Kenny shows up, those two weapons. He tosses the bat to, to Mox. And right as it looks like they're at the throwdown, Pop comes from behind, uh, hits Kenny in the back of the head with a chair. And then Mox is like, okay, 
I was about to have some fun here, and you ruined for ruined it for me. Thanks, Pack Pock. Pack. Just say Pack. Pack. I've just been saying Pock for so long. It's okay. Hasn't really been that long though. Um, and so Mox has the bat in his hand. He just kind of tosses it to the ground and walks away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to take advantage of an early uh, 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 compromise, Kenny Omega. He wants to do the compromising. Yeah. Yeah, this is great, man. This is such good three-way stuff. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, one day, one day Kenny will find the perfect recipe for the perfect Kenny Omega. I know. I saw this little piece of dead skin on my finger right here. It reminded me of Walter. <laughs> Why was he falling apart last night? We'll get oh, to that. It was a Band-Aid. He had like a giant Band-Aid over <laughs> something. But when he took the Band-Aid off, there was nothing underneath of it. No, there was. Oh. Yeah, during the match, I was like, because it's funny, because like during the match, I noticed it. There's like this big chunk of skin falling off. And then I saw that the still that I used, and there's like a Band-Aid keeping it on. So at some point, it fell off. And there's yeah, a big yeah. chunk falling off. And then like on the back of his thigh, there was a big chunk of skin oh, man. Thing falling off. He works stiff, man. Walter's falling apart, man. He works stiff. He works stiff. Um, And then finally after that, our main event, Dustin Rhodes and Hangman Page versus Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. The only thing I think of with with Page is just, I would guess, people know he's associated with the larger elite. So if you want to get to the nuts and bolts of motivation, a story, if you want to, you can watch Being the Elite. But knowing that he's just associated associated with them I mean, that's the whole, that's how the promotion started. It was the elite. Well, yeah, I know, it. but you got to figure. I understand that you want to give your characters death, but they seem to be intent on delivering a maximum amount of story told in ring without doing a bunch of talky bits. And I appreciate that. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'm just saying, like, if I'm sitting there watching at home, like, I don't want to have to watch being the elite to care about these people. I think Hangman has a lot to offer. Yeah, I agree. I don't yeah. watch being the elite and I don't feel like I was necessarily missing out on anything because I was watching here. I'll put it this way. Given what you said, maybe the ex- explanation why at least I felt Hangman You know Page, about it, though. You know about it, though. Just now. I didn't know about it before, but I'm just saying. Now that I know what you said, maybe the reason they, they had him, in my estimation, wrestle with a little more intensity. And it could be, I guess it's just unspoken. It's because he felt like he, he shorted his friends last week not going out there for the brawl. So he wants to go out there and, and, and wrestle twice as hard, hit twice as hard, uh, do everything he can to make up for what he did last week. Yeah, I think it's a misfire. They had Jimmy Havoc deliver a promo. Like everybody else, I feel I feel like the one guy that they that they have wanted to like get in the spot. And on top of that, like Adam Page needs he's he's so charismatic when you have the camera on him, but like I don't know. I just feel like he needs that spotlight for people who are tuning into TV who don't watch Being the Elite. They shouldn't have to go and watch it on YouTube. Let's let's find out more about this guy on TV. Did commentary mention anything? Because they they actually helped flesh out some stuff that wasn't directly addressed. Like they, there really wasn't a recap package or anything about what happened last week. Um, yeah. The beatdown and stuff. But commentary referenced it several times. Yeah. And it's entirely possible because there was a lot going on in my house when I was watching this. That commentary could have mentioned something, and I just missed it. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I was sort of. I, I listened to some. Of, I mean, I, I listened. I, I was listening. Um, but they're sort of so scatterbrained, <laughs> like J.R. Tony. And, what did they? Call, somebody did a Vader bomb last night, and Tony said, "Vader bomb." Is that what they're calling it now? <laughs> he said, "That's terrific." That's I'm like, you guys are too much. That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, they're funny. They're funny. The commentary is good, but they are kind of a mess, and it's it's it kind of makes it more entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. So anyways. No, I think, I think look, man, I think Hangman will be fine. I just think that, I just think creatively, look, we're here critiquing the show. I think it's creative misfire. Not to better spotlight the one guy who kind of needs the spotlight a bit more. That's my point with that. Uh, that being said, yes, this is a terrific match. I do love that. And somebody pointed this out, I think in our mod chat on Twitter, um, that, uh, Guevara, we, this goes back to what we were talking about. I think off camera, how, if Jericho, if this is WCW and Jericho being the top dog yeah. is Hogan to see the Hogan type, the lead, the top dog, allow the young up and coming guy to get up on the second rope and and he's literally doing this like look at this Mm -hmm. that's great yeah that's terrific oh you can count uh, several instances during this whole main event thing where if if you assume jericho's in the hogan role uh, he's doing at least half a dozen things that Hogan would never allow to have happen to himself. <laughs> right. Yeah. Most yeah. of which probably someone rolling down the ring to the ringside area in a skateboard and laying <laughs> him out. Hogan would never allow. What would that. It, hey? What would if if this is okay? You're exposing the business, brother. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you walked a mile in these red and yellow boots, you'd know where I'm coming from. Nobody's gonna no 150 pound guy is gonna skateboard at me <laughs> and lay me out. He bounced right off me, brother. Power. Power Hulkamania would compel him to stop that skateboard right away, brother. <laughs> You're exposing the business, brother. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Uh, so anyways, uh, main event starts. Uh, inner Circle, or at least uh, Jericho, Sammy, and Jake Hager walk down to the ring. Jericho and Sammy sporting those uh, decent-looking Inner Circle shirts. Hager rocking a dad polo. Um, I like that's his uniform. I, I like that's his uniform. It's pretty funny. A dad. He polo. just stands around in pants and a dad polo shirt and looks yeah. intense. It's yeah. working for him so far. He doesn't have to talk. He has to stand around, look tough and intense, mm-hmm. and beat people up. In a dad polo. That's his wheelhouse right now. Uh, match starts with uh, Dustin and Jericho. Some back and forth. Uh, Page gets tagged in, uh, hits a fallaway slam on Sammy Guevara. And as soon as he gets up, he hits Jericho with a Pescado, just jumps right out of the ring. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Yeah, like, everything awesome. I thought Paige did, just like, he just, he was crisp, he was intense. It was awesome. Um, and then he goes up top. Uh, Jericho distracts the ref. Sammy kicks him. And then, uh, like, picks up Paige, drops him with the top turnbuckle. We go to commercial. We come back. Uh, Paige is being isolated. Um, he's kind of draped across the middle rope. And then Jericho runs at him. Paige gets out of the way. So Jericho bounces his knee off the rope, starts selling knee. Um, Jericho tags in Sammy. Uh, he takes control, hits Paige with belly to back suplex. Jericho's back in, goes for a line salt. Paige gets his knees up. Sammy goes around, prevents the hot tag. Um, oh, sorry, he's in the ring. Prevents the hot tag, and then he eats a discus lariat from Paige. He finally gets the tag to Dustin. Dustin uh, takes it to Sammy, uh, drops, gives him a Manhattan drop. Same for Jericho, and then takes them both out with like a spinning cross rope, uh, oh, sorry, top rope cross body. He sends Sammy to the outside. Uh, Paige hits a moonsault off the top rope onto him, and then Hager comes around the ring and lays him out with a clothesline. Oof, yeah, that was nasty. Huge, too. meaty clothesline. Um, Jericho's in. Dustin hits a sunset bomb on him, sets up for Jericho for the uh, front area kick in the corner. Uh, Sammy tries to get in the way, eats a vicious power slam. Mm-hmm. Dustin looked great last night too, man. Yeah, man. 
It's amazing. He can still perform at such a high level. He's very motivated. These days. Um, and then uh, Sammy grabs the ref. Hager comes in, lays out Dustin. Yeah. And then Jericho actually hit what looked to be a really stiff Judas effect on Dustin to pin <laughs> yeah. him. That part was so goofy. I liked it. I, I Don't get me wrong. It's pro wrestling. I like it. The ref is always supposed to have, like, the worst tunnel vision. All refs have terrible tunnel yeah, vision. Yeah, I know. Because he did look right as Hagar was, like, exiting the ring. The ref totally, it was totally in his field of vision. But whatever, it's wrestling. It's wrestling. It was fun. It was really cool. Um, yeah, no, I thought that was a, it was a blast. It was really It cool. was fun. So, anyways, uh, after the match, Inner Circle's in there. They're beating up Dustin. Paige gets back in the ring. Mm -hmm. uh, Jake Hager sends him back out. Um, then Paige throws a pair, a chair right in uh, oh boy. Jake Hager's face. Oh, yeah. And they're brawling up the ramp. So that might be the match we get in the near future. Mm -hmm. um, and then so you got Jericho and Sammy double teaming Dustin. Lights go down. Dark Order? No. Cody teleports to the ring. Yeah. He's in there. He has a crossroad on Sammy. Uh, Cody and Jericho are squaring up. And then Santana and Ortiz come down the ring. They start beating down Cody. This was great. MJF runs down the ring in the chair. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Centeno Ortiz are kind of like holding Cody they up. Cody up. And Jericho's like, come on, hit him. Do it. Hit him. You're a bad guy. Do it. Hit yeah. him. And MJF sold just enough to make mm -hmm. you think, oh, is he going to turn on Cody mm -hmm. already? No, he didn't. Yeah. He takes them all out with a chair. Is that ever going to happen? Yeah. It totally is. <laughs> it totally is. When? Sooner or later? Later. I think they're really going to milk it. And they're really going to milk it. Because when it happens, MJF is going to be like, the most despised person in all of all elite when it happened because last night he was the most beloved person yep. in all elite because instead of taking out cody he takes out uh all the yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh jericho and he's really playing the crowd he's getting a huge pop yeah and then he turns around he, he gets laid out he turns around he's a code breaker from jericho yeah um young bucks come down the ring super kick party they take out xlax with suicide dives and then jericho's like messing around the floor He's down there. He has his belt. He goes to the timekeeper's area, tosses a chair and like ring bell. He's just kind of milling about for a while and talking to Cody, kind of. I think he was just waiting for Darby Allen to come down the mm -hmm. ramp. Yeah. Which eventually happened. Darby Allen skates down, jumps off his skateboard as they're about to meet, takes out Jericho, ground to pound a little bit, hits him with the skateboard in the gut and then across the back, mm -hmm. gets in the ring. Jericho grabs the mic and goes, Cody, I'll take care of you at full gear. But Darby Allen, I'll see you next week. At your funeral, bitch. Whoa. More light profanity. More light profanity. Yeah. Fun ending. It's a fun Hell show. Hell of a way to go off the air. Fun show. A lot yeah. of fun. And I, it's it's funny because people people have noted this too. I kind of think it's a quibble, man. Like uh, the fact that both episodes of AEW ended with a big brawl. Like, I don't, you know. As long as it's entertaining. I was thoroughly entertained mm -hmm. by it. So, yeah. Anyways, let's take some questions. Would you like to take some questions? Yes, for sure. We'll get to the super chats here. Oh, first we got to mention new member. New member. 23 with onions. Welcome. Uh, Daniel Encina says, thanks for the content, fellas. AEW killed it. Fun show. Yeah, man. It was a blast. Uh, Poke, how about that inner circle truth exposure? I'm telling you, it looks like a real secret society type thing. Okay, but here's the thing, man. Would you wear a shirt if you're in a secret society of that secret society? If it's not that secret. I don't really think you should be doing that. Jeffrey DeWin was at AEW last night. Great atmosphere. AEW Dark next week will be awesome. Kenny versus Joey Janela unsanctioned match. That's great for AEW Dark. I'm honestly kind of surprised they did that uh, as a dark match as opposed to having it on TV next week. Maybe they still will. But that's a good match to potentially build a story for uh, Kenny's clash with Mox at Full Gear. I mean, they're, they're content doing that on AEW Dark to kind of build up that audience too. Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see here. Oh yeah, Jimmy Thomas. The first casualties of the Wednesday Night War is Jay and Silent Bob. Apparently, they were canceled for the SmackDown on Fox debut because they debuted, it was they showed up on they yeah. showed up on AEW. Yeah. Uh, Priyana Sharma, uh, AEW commentary felt better than before. They're a little still all over the place, but I agree. It was they felt sharper. Gamer Realm, we the people sucks and is dead and buried. That was great. That was really good. Uh, uh, Alex C says I disagree with you on the cruiserweight title point. So we'll get to that in the NXT yeah. recap. But my theory on that was the cruiserweight championship changed hands as a way to try to counter AEW. Alex C says he thinks they're pushing a reset button on the cruiserweight division. It could be a little bit of both though. To NXT, I have a much better idea for how that should have gone down because I like the fantasy book. 
uh, Priyanish again. Is this Jericho's first ever faction of his career? I think so. Of course, he's been in many different tag teams. But I can't remember him ever being a member of a faction. Yeah, I don't think so. You know, either. Uh, Dylan. Hey, friendos, I have amazing news. My friend with leukemia had a BMT and is officially healthy. Awesome. Great to hear. Oh, man, that's great. That's fantastic. DJ Booty Dance. So I've decided the argument. <laughs> DJ Booty Dance says, I've decided. There you go. That the argument of NXT versus AEW is unfair. AEW is closer to main roster WWE in terms of style, production, blah, blah, blah. NXT remains unique on the landscape that is a hybrid of studio developmental strong style. I think that just because they're on the same night doesn't mean that the comparisons ratings are fair in my mind. So saying AEW won the night against NXT shouldn't be a fair comparison because they're stylistically different. Look, it's it's okay. It's like nothing's going to take anything away from NXT, but WWE did program NXT up against AEW. I know it was on Wednesday nights, but come on, it was on the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. They, they, they sought out a deal and got a deal with USA to counter-program AEW. It mm-hmm. is plain, clear as day. Mm-hmm. That is what WWE got into the business of doing yes. when they did that with NXT. Um, now, you can say that it's not fair to the NXT talent, to whatever, and that's totally fine. They're fine. They're doing their thing. Um, it just depends on what WWE wants from NXT. I think NXT is a wonderful, it, it's, it's an amazing product. I still love it. I think it's fantastic. Um, it's just AEW is bringing something that I think a lot of people have wanted mm-hmm. for a very long time, a main roster quality show that uh, has brought back a lot of fun that Vince McMahon seemingly uh, has felt has not been necessary. You seemingly is allergic to fun. I mean, you know, I, I, if, I, if he doesn't feel like those those tropes, those conventions are good for his business, then that's his. You know, those are his decisions to make. Uh, but AEW obviously has found uh, a formula in those things uh, that has made a lot of people happy. I would suspect that WWE probably thought, without having seen AEW's television product, let's move NXT to counter. AEW because they probably thought there would be a lot of crossover between the respective fan bases because AEW was built, yes, on being the elite, but also on all the members of the elite being excellent wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And the idea that, oh, the show is probably very focused on what's happening in the ring, which it is. It's just it's, it's a different approach to storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like I, don't, I can't imagine we're going to see on, on an episode of AEW anytime soon an extended uh, promo type thing with... Damian Priest, I know Damian Priest in AEW, I mean stylistically, where it's like him enjoying the nightlife, talking trash about Pete Dunne. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like that's how they're going to approach their storytelling in mm-hmm. AEW. A lot of it's just going to happen in the ring. You'll have little bits of talking. We had the little Jimmy Havoc thing. We had Jericho's promo. But I just feel like that's going to be like a couple segments here or there. It's not going to be the focus. We'll get a couple re- a recap package for a huge match. We'll get a couple promos. But by and large, the story's going to be told in the ring. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what NXT does, though. I mean, most of their stories are told in the ring. That's the point of NXT. I'll, I feel like NXT, a lot of it is, but there was a lot of video packages last night in NXT. A lot. It's a matter of production. I agree. I mean, it's, AEW is just, it's, 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 it's just Nitro. It's Nitro. It's Nitro, but there, it's without, a main roster show. It's Nitro without the endless Hogan promos. And that's mm-hmm. why, if, like, if, yeah, you, good if you, yeah, no, if, if you if you probably count up the the number of minutes uh, of of talking purely talking bits on AEW, it's probably what seven minutes total. There was not a lot. It was mostly the Jericho thing, and mm-hmm. it was probably I don't know, maybe double that in NXT. There yeah. was a lot of talking. I feel like there was a lot of talking on NXT. Mm. I don't know. I didn't really feel or like more that. constant talking. Anyways, Chase, Patrick, uh, just an idea when 2K20 comes out with a new creative wrestler tournament where a winning creator gets a prize of your choice, of their choice, I guess. We'll talk about it. Uh, Dylan, hey, Steve. Lita hosts her own podcast called UFO Show. Lita is a big UFO. Person. I guess so. UFO Show. U- U- UFO Show. Yeah doesn't really ring off the tongue you think it should, like the way it should. Yeah, but I mean, I get the point. Yeah. I see what she's trying to accomplish there. Yeah. Uh, Daniel and Cenas, do you think the WB will experience another negative morale turn? People are re-signing. People who are re-signing, sorry, are getting a temporary push and then buried. What are your thoughts? Brings up Lana, Rusev, Mike, and Maria. 
I mean, Rusev just came back. Mm-hmm. And he kicked off Raw this night. I don't think that's quite the case. And Mike and Maria, uh, I mean, their particular storyline has seemingly been replaced by the Rusev Lana storyline. Yeah. And maybe that's because Maria's probably can't travel due to the how far along she is in her pregnancy. I don't think, I honestly don't think that Mike, I mean, if you look at Mike and Maria's, like they're, uh, I mean, if their social media is to be believed and everything else that you see with, with them, they seem like incredibly happy people. Mm-hmm. They're just, they just signed a five-year deal making probably twice what they were making before, mm-hmm. if not more. They're making a lot of money and they seem very happy raising their, their kids with that money. Um, so they seem happy. I don't know. I mean, look, if you, you know what you're getting into with WWE, um, I mean, is there a morale issue there? I don't know. I'm not backstage. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, Dylan has an idea for post show where once a week you guys would interview a friend over Skype or something. You could pick a random patron every week. I'm not really sure if that would appeal to like a broad Patreon audience. It feels like that would sort of appeal to one person we're interviewing. <laughs> but uh, that's a cool idea. Yeah. Nick C did a podcast with the champ Simon Miller this morning. Awesome. What? That's awesome. Beat us on that scoop. I know. Johan von Wolfhausen was at the AEW panel at New York Comic Con and was lucky enough to be gifted two tickets to next week's show for having the youngest kid in the room. AEW is the best. Oh, that's so cool. Their fan outreach is top notch, man. Cody Miles says the private party entrance was from a location where you need an invitation. That's what it was. It was great. Pete Santiago, you guys think AEW will hit 2 million this week in viewers? I don't know. It'll it'll be very interesting to see if it'll go up or down. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We mm-hmm. should find out soon. Alex C. So Smosh have revealed the full 2K roster. Riker is in. The rest of the Suns are forgotten, and there is no Walter. I'm not surprised by Walter. Me neither. That's interesting about the Walter Forgotten Sons. Walter is this Sons. year's champa. That's interesting about the Forgotten Sons. Like you, I think they would be a package deal, yeah? Yeah. It's interesting. You think so? Uh, W.S. Fletcher. I'm a curmudgeon. No Leo Rush? Killian Dane or Alexander Wolf? I'm not surprised about Leo Rush. He'd been off TV for the longest time. They probably didn't know exactly what his status with the company was during development. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, W.S. Fletcher, I'm a curmudgeon. I do enjoy AEW, but I just like NXT more, and that's totally cool. Um, that's good. No, and dude, NXT is... It's still a fun show. It's a very, It's a wonderful two hours of television. It's It's... Honestly, right at this point, it's probably my second favorite wrestling show on TV. At this point, AEW might be my number one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying that because we're a sponsored show. <laughs> that sounds so bad. It does. You didn't have to bring that up. <laughs> because people have commented. Somebody, somebody commented, how am I supposed to believe anything you say, given that you're, you're, you've had sponsored episodes from AEW? Uh, you can't. Don't, I guess believe, don't believe anything. There goes our journalistic integrity. Uh, Zach Stolpa, how does WB convince Walter to go to Maine? You got to move Maine roster to Europe. That's how you do it. WB moves to Europe, and then yeah, Walter will exactly. join Maine. Greg Morris, uh, he has a picture of the inner circle here. It looks unfinished as if it was a preliminary sketch. It looks old. I like that. It's like they, they unearthed some 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 symbol or, or logo of a secret society from like the 1700s. So we got a snake eating a snake eating a snake. Yeah. Uh, All sorts of crazy occult looking stuff in the middle. Yeah. Well, I don't know. See, I'm into it. No way. I'm into it. Here's the great thing about... You're just saying that because we're sponsored by AEW. No, no, <laughs> not at all. I like the I like the aesthetics. I understand your point about the colors not popping. That's fine. But if they want to go for a weathered look, you can't do the weathered look and then have like not color or, you know, like not color safe red popping on there. They're going for a particular aesthetic. I appreciate it. Here's the great thing about... Going back to W.S. Fletcher's uh, uh, comment. It's a great thing about Wednesday nights. There's something for everybody. Yeah. Just it's, it's, it's great that we can just enjoy have a night where we're actually legitimately excited about pro wrestling and enjoy the product even though want, they are different want, on things. On top of that, if you want something that looks like it's from 1986 but also today NWA Power yeah. Er, er, yeah. is on the air. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Dylan, my friend was diagnosed seven months ago and never thought I'd be told he was cancer free. Thanks for sending support every time I mention it. Uh, That's good. That is good. Joshua Martinez says uh, NXT house show next Thursday. 
Cal show this Sunday. That's a, Ooh, that's a loaded that's up in weekend. Portland, right? Yeah. Nice. Portland area. Very I think cool. Cal shows in Eugene. Ah. Uh, Jurgen Johnson and Johnson's says, I really hate to say it, but is Sammy Guevara cringy? His face is sometimes. He just needs to keep that tongue in his mouth. Isn't that a heel thing, though? That's a heel thing. I think you're supposed to not like that. No, it's just like if it's a character thing. I feel like he might just do that, period. Oh, you think he does that anyways? Maybe. Could be. Like he thinks it's cool to be all. Yeah. Probably. It's not. Yeah. The best ever. I hate that nickname. Yeah, he needs a better catchphrase. Terrific wrestler, though. Terrific wrestler. Uh, let's see here. Pizza roll fire. Do you think the... <laughs> Pizza roll fire? That's a great name. some nitpick, nitpicking people here. Do you think the lights out for Cody was too much? Seems much more built up than it should have been. So will the lights go out, they so come back up. I just wanted to be dramatic. It's Cody. I just want to be dramatic. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I like see. they're not just reserving that for Dark Order. Mm-hmm. Maybe they realize the whole Dark Order thing's not working. So I guess what? Everybody can have the lights turn out. There you go. Yeah, exactly. That's good. The one and only just AJ. Where is Joey Janela going to fit in? You know, the sad thing about the Dark Order, too, is that by and large, they don't work based on aesthetics. They look so cheap. They look so cheap. The one and only just eight. I mean, that's one thing about AEW. I think that they need to work on a bit more. Look, they're not going to be perfect the second week. Even private parties gear, ring gear, looked indie wrestler. Yeah, I know. They need to step it up a little bit. Some, you know, because you know, like, okay, so for, for example, like Sasha's gear, you know, has all the like the studs yeah, and yeah, diamonds yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Private party should have all that kind of stuff. Well, I imagine they got to work their way up to that, man. They haven't gotten, I'm sure this, this is only what their, their first or second week of uh, AEW paychecks rolling in. Yeah. Let them collect I, some of those I paychecks, know, man. I am. Give it Jeez. time. Just saying. I mean, even the Young Bucks gear looks like it could have been something they wore five years ago. They had bolt. I know. It was great. But by and large, it doesn't look any vastly different than anything oh, they've they been wearing. Like a million bucks, man. Kind of seems like a double standard. They're still wearing into gear too. No, they're not. Definitely are. <laughs> shut up, man. You shut up. You're just saying that because you're sponsored. I am personally, yes. You get you none are. of it. I'll do nothing but say positive things about their book and Adam Page perfectly. <laughs> oh, man. Dark Order, not the greatest, but you know, they can still salvage that. Inner Circle shirt, I want 15 of them. What are your thoughts on NXT? <laughs> <laughs> I want 15 of them. Oh, that's good, dude. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let me ask you this. One and only Just AJ wants to know, where is Joey Janela going to fit in? Has he been on Dynamite yet? No. No. He will be. No, he'll be fine. He'll be. T- he'll totally be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not worried I like about that, that they're not just trying to shove everybody in every week. You're not just throwing them all Just let stories dictate who's involved. Yeah. And then for the course of the two hours, it seemed like everybody's involved in everything. Mm-hmm. Even just tangentially. It's great. Uh, Bud Ryan here says, what do you guys think of Justin Roberts' uh, uh, and his introduce, introduction for Moxley. John Moxley. I thought it was great, man. It's fine. Yeah, that was right. I was actually, actually kind of more surprised that Mox wore his New Japan gear for the match as opposed to mm-hmm. the jeans that mm-hmm. he wore for the Janela match. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, he wore the jeans for the Janela match. Maybe because that was a hardcore match. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Sean McMahon asks, when do you think the Elite... Are gonna one of which one of the elite will turn on the others? Have Hangman Page turn on them, mm-hmm. and then you can get him on the mic with Jericho. He could be like their their crown jewel. Their well, don't say he's their Chase Owens because that means he's be eating he's all the pins. He's their Chase Owens. He'll no be ones. eating all the pins. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see here. Wayne Maker here says, has the Matt Chat deadline gone? No, you can still get your questions. Oh, so. my God. This is not the time to ask that question. Oh, Wayne. <clears throat> I think I still think Wayne is the reason we weren't invited to Vegas for the 2K thing. I think your penchant for putting your <laughs> arm on people's shoulders is probably I wonder why. if that did it. <laughs> and all these wrestlers like, this guy, don't bring him back. This guy, number one, the Undisputed Era weren't even there to be interviewed. Like, what's this guy here? This guy's going rogue. Putting his arm on everybody. Man, I mean, I, without you, I just blasted a Steve size hole in our relations with uh, 2K. Well, you know, if I can patch that up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you would have made it worse. Entirely possible. Yeah. 
Well, I probably, I mean, here's here's the potential. Uh-huh. Like I was standing there next to you for the Undisputed Air oh, interview, God. probably not talking at all, yeah. just looking at you, <laughs> putting your arm on Kyle O'Reilly's shoulder and seeing his face, and then I might have pulled you aside afterwards like, probably don't want to do that again. <laughs> but at that point, the damage is already done. Oh, man. It's like you certainly can't go behind Kyle O'Reilly and shove your arm <laughs> off him. Make a bad situation worse. <laughs> Mid-interview. Steve, get your hand off him. Hey, maybe don't use, don't lean on <laughs> he's not a bookcase dude. yeah i know it's not to be leaned on <laughs> oh man that's too funny uh let's see here uh steve Klein wants to know if uh do we see aew signing guys like dalton castle or silas young in the future probably not silas young probably not silas young me i uh, i don't know there's a period of time where i felt like dalton castle could have been a huge deal and i feel like that time has passed there's like a two-week window yeah, where, where he, he was felt massive like he was on the verge of turning into a huge huge deal and then that didn't he get jobbed out to like one of his boys i think it was before it might have been after well it seemed like he got hurt he hurt his back mm-hmm. and he had to drop the ring of honor title and it seemed like after that it all kind of went downhill yeah uh, Thomas Dunnigan WWE has Mania NXT has Brooklyn TNA has Slammiversary do you think AEW's big pay-per-view will be All Out mm-hmm. or do you see it being a future point pay-per-view that no I think they've made a point of saying that All Out's always going to be in Chicago and that's kind of going to be their big thing yeah I think yeah that makes sense uh, what's going to be interesting is if they try to score themselves a larger venue next year mm-hmm or do they think, well, it's 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 it would be kind of betraying the spirit of the show initially if we move it out of the Sears Center. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it gets to the point where demand is such that they could easily sell out Soldier Field or something. Yeah, you'd have to consider it. Whoops. Cool. But who knows? <clears throat> All right. Well, that's it for our AEW review. Yeah. Uh, patrons and live stream watchers, keep this. Keep it going. We're gonna we're gonna do a sign off thing, but then we're gonna come right back. Yeah, that's right. Chat a little bit, and then uh, get into our NXT review. Yeah. So thanks everybody for watching. You can check out our bonus episodes on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, and uh, of course hit that subscribe button, notify bell. Yep. For more going in raw. Yep. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.